Okay, well, I want to welcome everyone to uh, our all hands meeting. Uh, hope everyone is enjoying some kind of springtime and some kind of post COVID life. Uh, it got up to 40 degrees here today in Thailand. So uh, uh, I, I hope that that warm weather reaches everyone else. So uh, we've got a lot to cover today, a really full agenda. Uh, we're going to start off with Zach giving us some uh, updates on EVM and uh, its integration into mainnet. And we're all looking forward to that. Uh, also, uh, uh, talking about what apps are going to be in store for us on the FX wallet uh, and, and how that's going to be growing. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, something we've been talking about for a while, and we've had it in uh, uh, a good kind of testing situation is the decentralized expos, the de-expos. Uh, and Zach will also fill us in on that. Then we're going to go to Danny, and Danny's going to update us. Got great background there, Danny. Uh, Danny Danny's going to update us on uh, Margin X. Uh, then I'll give a little bit of an update on where we are and improvements that we've made with FXDM. And we have a, uh, a special guest today, uh, Keith from Baklava Space, my favorite dessert. And he's gonna talk to us about his interest in providing liquidity uh, on Margin X. So Zach, uh, if you will, start us off with, uh, with some updates. Sure, uh, thank you, David. So I will do a, a short update on the EVM and some of the questions that the community have asked are also related to the EVM. And I believe we will open the floor and also answer some questions. So I will do a short one uh, in the first part. Uh, when can we expect EVM on FX Core mainnet? Right now, there are two uh, big pieces that we are working on the EVM. One is the EVM support itself, which is already successfully implemented on testnet. Therefore, our developers, and also for those of you that are checking out testnet, you would actually see EVM live. In fact, we have a few dApps that are on EVM, including a AMM swap, which is similar to Uniswap. That is already on our testnet. And the second big part, which I, as far as I know, not even Cosmos team has been able to do yet, which we have done it, which is on our devnet, which is to directly let Metamask support the 0x hex address, which is a big issue, which Cosmos team, FMOS team tried to do, which we did not, which they did not succeed yet. And as far as I know, no team apart from us have done it. Right now, this status is live on our DevNet and we are actually trying to push it into the testnet. We won't be able to do it before um, the Labor Day holiday, but we are hopeful that we will be able to get it out a week or two after Labor's Day. And that will allow us to directly display FX core addresses and also directly allow MetaMask to interact with our dApps through MetaMask because these days, almost everyone use MetaMask for that. So that is the two big piece of EVM and we are progressing pretty nicely, but the final piece to let MetaMask support will come up after the labor holiday. So that is a simple update uh, of the EVM and we will touch on it in detail from the questions that the community have. Yeah, so back to you, David. So, uh, and where are, uh, would you like to give us an update on our uh, D-Expos 
uh, testing with merchants? Uh, sure. So right now, the business team, the Expos payments team are actually actively using Dex Expos, the centralized Expos for testing. And there are 11 merchants all over the world that are testing it. And the very special thing about this is that we support beyond the FX core function X blockchain network. So we are not just testing on our own blockchain, but also testing on other networks such as uh, Avalanche, Polygon, Bitcoin, etc. And I think the short summary is that the testing is coming out nicely because the merchants are the one that have a real demand. And if they say this is a goal, I think it is very well reflected uh, on it. And I think the very nice thing is that if in the future, when there's a cross demand between, say, a Polygon network to a AVAX network, it has to go through the Pundi X chain, and that would also burn the Pundi X token in, in a very, um, you know, as, as the transaction grows, then that demand as a native token will also grow. So that is something that we are very excited about. And our merchants and also the user in those 11 merchants have tried and tested it. So we will soon be also rolling out to all the other merchants. And the feedback has been good from those merchants who've tried it? I believe they are. And I think uh, Paco and Joel and the rest of the team uh, can also like maybe share a short three to five minutes on some of the interesting observation that they have. Uh, if Paco and Joel is unmuted, so... Why don't you guys give us a short uh, summary? Uh, sure. Um, so um, I think one of the interesting uh, insights from the testing was um, um, we got over 100 transactions uh, for the first days of uh, installations. So I think uh, by looking at transaction um, frequency and its increase um, because uh, there are more than four chain that support it. So, which means that uh, transaction frequency will be increased uh, based on uh, more uh, chain uh, to be provided. And second is that uh, there, are, there will be more coins um, because some of the merchants, they would like to uh, offer uh, some popular coins like uh, UST, um, also we see the community saying that uh, supporting Dodge or um, Dodge Long, um, those community were very actively uh, pushing and promoting the coin. And they will also promote Xpos whenever uh, they, their coins are available on um, Xpos. So we see a very promising um, and also positive reactions from both um, merchants and also the coin issuers. So uh, I think that's also powering uh, more merchants uh, to actually offer more tokens. Great, and João, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, sure. Uh, from my uh, personal experience in terms of uh, usability, um, it's been uh, really well shaped, really well crafted. So it, some of the feedbacks we had includes that um, the the uh, user experience for merchants and also uh, uh, and also consumers has been really smooth, really easy, and that's a very key thing for us to make sure that 
uh, more people will be able to use it. Um, so yeah. Great, great to hear. So yeah, now, and, oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, and also, uh, merchants. Uh, in the past, we have the request that uh, whether because we 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 try to lower the um, the risk uh, of the volatility of cryptocurrency. But some merchants already have uh, cryptocurrency they would like to receive directly uh, from cryptocurrency, not to convert it to stablecoin. And uh, this decentralized as pause actually um, like direct receive to their private wallet. So we kind of like solve and also satisfy the demand uh, of that part, the early adopter uh, from the merchants and it's truly decentralized. So I think this is also a very good point that uh, received from our early adopter from the merchants. So Danny, let's turn to you and let's uh, let's hear where we are with uh, margin apps. Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, uh, hi everyone. Uh, good morning, afternoon, or evening, or you know wherever you are. Hi, I'm Danny. So uh, thank you, David and Zach and Paco and Joel. Uh, you know, um, so uh, I'm here to give you guys a uh, brief update uh, about margin X. Uh, but before that, I would spend like a three three to five minutes to. Uh, go in deep, like what is MarginX in terms of uh, a decentralized exchange. So um, I believe uh, all of the supporters in this chat room, so we all read um, the brief uh, the, the brief hash out of, uh, of April about um, the technical structures of FunctionX. So basically FunctionX is a multi-chain um, structures of blockchain. So you know, just like uh, one uh, one chain, and uh, this is the function call chain. Then you can um, you know, build something uh that connected to 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 function X call, but without uh really consuming the bandwidth of the function X call chain. So which means that if function X call chain can produce can process two thousand transactions, the subnet or the parachain chain will uh will will also support two thousand or more. But the but that will without consuming uh the function X two thousand um capacity, so in this case um since margin X is is thinking of built upon mar uh function X chain, so basically what margin X is doing is they are actually segregated into several asset class or several or uh, different trading pairs. So for example, Tesla and Apple they are trading on one particular trading chain. And then, uh, uh, so this both asset class or this trading pair will be you consuming that two thousand transaction flow, and then the rest of them, for example, um, Netflix or Google, they will be sharing another two thousand, and then these two transactions flow will be isolated. So which means that in this particular uh struct technical structures, we'll be able to serve, uh, our customers. Or the users better without consuming um too much gas fee and as well as the traffic issues. So uh what we have been doing so far, um, like margin access, we try to integrate the whole thing. So from the chain itself and then um from the wallets and the explorer. So one thing I would like to um point it out as um for margin X, um 
uh, as a decentralized exchange, but we actually position as a uh, infrastructures. So other users or other products can actually tap on Function X. So for example, uh, a strategy factory or a mutual fund uh, similar alike uh, smart contract can actually tap on uh, Function X, uh, sorry, uh, Margin X network. So for example, today you just, you know, stake your funds on, um, you know, a smart contract and then then you after you staking this smart contract, you will get yield, the, the, the traditional DeFi yield. Then after that, you can use this, you can use the money from this particular DeFi contract and then participate into uh, our Marginex uh, decentralized exchange. So which means that uh, at the end of the day, you will get two parts of yield. First part is the traditional DeFi yield, and then secondly will be the trading yield, uh, which um uh, the, the, the mutual fund manager helps you to trade on Marginex. So I believe, or we believe um, this will be a big thing for DeFi. So we will uh, shift the whole DeFi from the Wild Wild West kind of like crazy APY from a high but sustainable APY because the trading is real and then it really happens on, you know, the merchant market like NASDAQ, um, like, uh, like, like, like the traditional stock exchange. So regarding to um, what we actually been doing so far is um, we have launched our beta uh, alpha testing on Q1, um, which is uh, April uh, this year. And we have uh, received, and thanks to the community, we have received a bunch of good feedbacks and then even the bugs. So right now, what we are trying to do is um, we are improving um, the interface, especially the user guide, because I we received the feedback is a bit uh, complicated on, you know, open the positions on, you know, going ahead to close your positions and even um, the disconnect of the wallet issues. And again, thanks to everyone who participated into the alpha testing. Um, your feedback is very, very well treasured and really appreciated. And um, from now, what we have been trying so far is we tried to um, narrow down um, the pinpoint, which is um, the transaction speed, and then at the same time, the user interface. And uh, then we are planning to add more asset class. So for example, um, not only uh, the, the, the stock base of perpetual shares you know, on, on alpha testing, we also integrate with uh, crypto assets. And uh, that would, then we would like to you know, and then we even have it the, the ETF fund. So users cannot only you know purchase or trade their their, their the, the, the particular stocks. They can only also buy an index funds or even a mutual funds in the future. So that's what we are trying to build. And uh, I, I saw um you know someone actually pose a question, a series of questions, in fact. Um, and thanks to Blockhead. Um, you know, so how close are we to release uh, our Marginex, the next uh, beta version? So estimated, um, we will we will be launch our beta testing version uh, around uh, end of June or early of uh, July, and then um, and then hopefully this new beta versions will give you guys a pretty um new interface, a more usable friendly interface and a more secure and safe trading environment. And, uh, and then some of the questions uh, we also like to clarify here is, um, so from the get-go, um, we actually see uh, Marginex as a decentralized exchange infrastructures. And then to grow this network or to grow these visions, 
um, we actually see ourselves as a multi-chain or a, a, in, a, in a bigger picture, we are a multi-DeFi uh, or uh, decentralized exchange structures. And then we will first build upon or build on Function X network. So from the get, so since we got uh have this uh particular visions we want to you know uh become, so um then that's uh really different from Function. So from the get go, we have a separate teams, and then we have a separate finance uh and then uh human resource and marketing budget. So, uh so in the me so at uh so at the moment when we want to launch our official um products. We will do as um like whatever the teams is doing. So we will apply the EGF or the community spend proof fund. And then just like other teams, so we will go through the government's proposal. And then I myself or probably, you know, uh, will be uh interviewed by David and Zach about what we actually trying to do and then what kind of incentive or marketing proposal we have to attract the users and finally benefit Function X Network. So um and then I think secondly uh the third questions I think uh uh blockade as, as mentioned is about um has the team of function X has the margin X team uh been um recruiting and hiring more people and expanding and um the answer is yes so um right now we have been doing a lot of um developments and we are doing a lot of hirings uh you know no nonstop for example this is for for you for you guys information so. So if anyone who wants to know or who wants to get, um, you know, be join this um, particular, I will say a uh, great vision projects. So, you know, please uh, drop, drop us your CV. So we would, I mean, I personally would like to share more and then um, talk more with you guys about our visions and then, you know, join, uh, join the crowd. So basically this is uh, the updates and then, uh, yeah, see if guys have any questions, I'm happy to answer here. Thanks, Danny. I think we'll, we'll take questions uh, at the end uh, sure. for everyone. So, you know, I think, I think everyone can kind of get a sense that um, we're doing a lot of things uh, in, in different areas. And uh, as we do that, we're developing uh, sort of individual identities that are under this big umbrella of FX. Uh, and so Mainnet, uh, you know, has its, its own team uh, and developing, uh, you know, in, in, in its own way with, with its own developers, it will have its own, uh, you know, marketing initiatives. Uh, likewise, what we do on, uh, you know, for, for PundiX in terms of the, the payment system, and building up a decentralized uh, payment system. These are all, you know, sort of separately uh, moving along with, with their own teams uh, and their own, uh, you know, developers, uh, but under this bigger umbrella of, uh, of FX core that's supporting everything. So in, in, the, in one of those areas and really kind of the, the first, uh, uh, Thing that we did with uh, with FX that was open to the community uh, was in terms of FX DM. So looking at how we can decentralize uh, the marketing efforts. So FX DM has been going along. We now have a new website that's dedicated to FX DM, and that's fxdm.functionx.io. Uh, and I encourage everybody to to look for that. 
Uh, and we've, uh, we've got a new initiative up there. Uh, we call it a kind of a, a bounty, uh, but what we're doing is that we will give uh, rewards to people uh, who share their ideas and their feedback uh, regarding you know, new products that we can put onto the Function X uh, uh, ecosystem. Uh, we're also looking uh, for uh, you know, good feedback uh, from uh, what we can get on the uh, FX wallet on our beta version. And uh, that feedback that we get, we will reward. Uh, and so good feedback, we'll get like $150 worth of FX. And if, uh, if we implement the suggestion that's given from the community uh, on these things, you can get up to $500 worth uh, of FX. So we're trying to you know, really incentivize uh, the community to become, uh, you know, more involved, and we do listen. Uh, you know, I think that that's one of the outstanding features of of Function X is, uh, you know, we are so community driven, and we do take the ideas and those ideas that are good and that fit in uh, with a roadmap. Uh, you know, we we will reward. Um, we're also looking for, you know, good suggestions for more. Uh, for more dApps uh, for our FX wallet, uh, and it'll be on the you know the next version of the uh, of the wallet. And so those people who uh, you know can suggest, you know, it's not just kind of throwing out an idea of a dApp, but if you can develop that idea, giving you know some kind of background about how it works uh, and uh, what value add it would give to uh, to the ecosystem. Uh, that too will be rewarded and re, you know, again, well-researched comments on, you know, what kind of dApps would go well there. We'll give $150 worth of FX. And, uh, you know, if those dApps get selected and are developed and implemented, then we'll give up to, you know, $500, uh, $500 worth of FX. Again, to incentivize, uh, you know, and reward the community for, for, the, for its participation. So as you may know, I mean, FXDM uh, is kind of is driven by what we call the FX NEARS. Uh, and we have three people from the foundation and four representatives or volunteers uh, from, the, uh, from the community. Uh, and we, uh, you know, we set it up as being in six month increments. And so we're at the end of our first six months. Um, and we had you know, I mean, we, we really kind of uh, from, particularly from the community participants in the FX years, we built the foundation for how we reward and incentivize, uh, you know, creative contributions. Uh, and so we're looking for the next group uh, and there will be, uh, you know, better perks of joining. Uh, each FX near will be rewarded with $150 worth of FX per month. So over a six-month period, uh, as a, a, a volunteer, uh, you will get a, you know, an appreciation of $900 worth of, of FX. Uh, it's not for free, as it were. So in other words, we expect your participation. Um, and again, if you look up uh, on, our, uh, on our website, you'll see exactly what that entails uh, in terms of what we expect from you. Uh, in terms of participation in meetings, 
participation in submissions and uh, in rewarding the creative submissions. Uh, so, but it's it's been a really pleasurable uh, first six months. I've certainly enjoyed it, and it's been great to see uh, the community members of the FX Nears participate. So, if you're interested in doing that, uh, please please go to the uh, FXDM website and and check that out. We've also, you know, we we realize that uh, within the foundation itself, we have a, a lot of people who, uh, you know, know a lot about what we're doing, uh, and also have, you know, that creative spark. Uh, and uh, in, in the past, we've kind of excluded them from participation uh, in in the uh, you know in the creative contribution reward system. And now, uh, now we've stopped that and we're gonna have uh, staff rewards. Uh, and those, uh, those people in the, uh, uh, in the foundation who uh, wanna contribute can do so. And those submissions that they give will go directly to community voting. So it won't go through the FX NEARS and the community can vote directly on that. So that's, that's where we are on FXDM is Keith, from Baklava space here. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, I can. Keith. Yeah. Okay. Keith, great. What, why don't you uh, Why don't you introduce yourself and uh, and and exactly what your intentions are? Sure. Sure. Okay. So hi everyone from the FX community. I'm Keith. Happy to be invited to this uh, all hands meeting. So uh, maybe I can share my background. Okay. I've been in the crypto space since 2017 in uh, working in Litecoin Foundation as the operations director. Uh, this is a role I still hold now and it covers partnership development, HR, finance, and a bit of everything else. So uh, through this role, I get into this uh, crypto space and also had a chance to join, to start this new you know, DeFi project, Baklava space. So before crypto, I've been in the banking industry for almost 20 years, covering uh, you know, marketing, accounting, auditing, you know, all kinds of roles. And that's a brief summary of my experience. So I'm excited to be here and share what we intend to work, our, our Baklava space project plan and what we intend to uh, work, how we intend to work with Marginex. Yeah. Okay, maybe... Uh, I can share what is Baklava space in a simple, just a summary. So we are a DeFi platform on Avalanche and we combine auto-compounding with uh, synthetic asset minting. This is our two main feature. So for auto-compounding, what we do is that we will uh, get the LPs from the uh, users and redeposit them back into the LP pool. I mean, redeposit the rewards back into LP pool. You know, so that the users are able to get the maximum yield with the lowest possible cost. Because for the users to do this themselves, right, they have to incur a lot of uh, gas fee and time okay, because there's a lot of transactions. So the other part that we intend to do is the synthetic asset mining. Okay, So for this part, what we want to offer is that users can deposit their LP uh, into Baklava space as collateral and from there, we will allow them to enter into a synthetic asset position. Uh, so this way they can get price exposure to real world assets like Tesla. Okay. For example, they have a LP worth $1,000. They can put it in as collateral and we allow them to mean $500 in the stock, say Tesla. And when the price of Tesla goes up, the users get a profit. So one thing to note that in our platform, right, this synthetic asset is a price reference. 
against the underlying assets, but it does not give actual ownership of the asset. Yeah, so on so when users put their LP in for auto compounding and asset minting, we'll reward them with the BABA tokens. Yeah. And uh, why we target this derivatives market? Okay, because we think that the crypto market is still small compared to the uh, stock and derivatives market. You see the global market for cryptocurrency about 2 trillion, but the derivatives is like 600 trillion, about more than 100 times. So we want to capture uh, this derivatives demand and we think this is a huge space. And we also want to be the first mover here. Yeah. Okay, a bit about the roadmap okay, of uh, Baklava space. So from our product side, our long-term roadmap is to increase the amount of crypto assets that we are able to accept as collateral. So currently we accept uh, you know, LPs from Avalanche Network and uh, we are going to move to multi-chain as well so that we can expand the amount of uh, crypto assets that we can accept as collateral. So the other uh, area that we aim for is to offer as many synthetic assets as, as we can types of synthetic assets like, for example, you know, stocks, commodities, you know, Tesla stock and other stocks. So we want to expand the amount of uh, synthetic assets that we want to offer. So as long as there's a price feed and a marketplace to hedge, we are able to bring this into our platform. So on the non-product side, right, we, our roadmap is on partnerships and community building. So we want to build partnerships with various protocols. Uh, so that's why we approach FunctionX and we want to explore collaboration. And for the community, our long-term goal is to move the protocol into a DAO model and the community run. Yeah. Okay. So our plan with uh, FunctionX is that we intend to utilize the MarginX for our synthetic asset platform. For example, if the user mint a Tesla on our platform, uh, we will open the same position. You know, we will basically hedge it with uh, MarginX and we will consolidate our liquidity and we intend to uh, place it with MarginX. So for example, they open a Tesla and then we will put the same trade on the MarginX. Okay, so at the same time, once our features are launched, right, we also want to look at deploying our platform onto multi-chain. So for example, if we deploy on FunctionX blockchain, right, the holders of the LPs from FunctionX farms can also use our solution. It means they put a collateral on uh, Baklava space and then get exposure to the synthetic assets as well. Yeah. So uh, maybe I can share my screen and show a short demo here of the website we have. Is it possible to, okay. So, okay, this is the site and uh, currently it's live, but we only offer the auto compounding, the uh, synthetic assets aspect is still a work in progress, right? We are, we are still working on it. So from here we can, uh, you know, you can connect your wallet and uh, start the farm, okay? So from here, you can see that we support Pangolin, KyberSwap, and Trader Joe's uh, LP. Okay, and these are the pairs that we support. So if you have the LP from all these pairs, you can deposit it in and we will help you 
uh, auto compound at this stage. So for the second stage, uh, uh, on top of auto compounding, we will you will be able to you know buy the synthetic asset position. So for example, to get the LP, okay, if you have LP, your wallet will show the value here. But if you don't have LP, you can get LP on the pangolin, and here you can uh, just you know purchase the LP, right? And uh, here you should be able to see the LP, okay? Once it's approved, and what you can do is you can just uh, deposit into the pool and then start earning the bar bar. So once you deposit, it will look something like this. Okay, this is the pair that I've deposited. Right, so and the, the, the rewards will, will be here. Okay, so this is our current uh, already live and you can uh, start using it. I actually want to take the chance also to thank Keith for recommending Litecoin Foundation, which uh, he's also serving, still serving as operations director to become one of the validator on FunctionX. Um, I think that is something that the community really appreciates, Keith. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, happy to do the connection, yeah. And that's a, it's a, it's a super, Baklava space is a really uh, uh, super interesting, uh, you know, I think opportunity for people because, uh, you know, getting into the synthetics has been in a, uh, in an easy manageable way uh, is, is still quite challenging. So it looks like you've, uh, you know, you're developing a really great solution. That's great. Uh, yes. Yeah, I would like to on, I mean, you know, say something on a comment on top of Balava, right? So, sure. so just now I I mentioned, so um, you know, we we imagine Marginx is a decentralized decentralized exchange platform. So we will not only welcome, you know, traders or professional, um, you know, gurus or. Uh, institutions to come in. So we will also would like to invite those um DeFi projects like Baklava. So so Im just imagine so if you guide if the normal users you know they deposit or they stake their funds with Baklava, earning the Baklava yield and then Baklava yield Baklava uh the 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 protocol will actually helps you to buy or sell uh the cryptocurrencies or the shares you you know that could make money on marginx so basically for the users you will you you'll be able to take two yield first one is the balava yield which is the traditional you know d5 uh yield like i mentioned the second one will be the trading profit so i i think with you know d5 projects like balava and marginx we can you know create a new d5 landscapes and which can offer a high and sustainable uh, yield for everyone. There's a question as well uh, for Keith. Yes. And I, why don't I read it out? Uh, so sure. through Balawa, we can deposit into LP, borrow and buy synthetic position. And whenever we mint, say $100 of Tesla, yeah. Hmm. Balawa will also put the same $100 position on Marginx, thus increasing liquidity on both sides. Yes, that's right. So Baklava space does not want to take open position. So because we are just a, a platform, so we will push the open position and hatch it on uh, Marginx to some kind hmm. of bridge, bridge that we will build 
That means the position will be automatically created. Mm, that makes sense. And mm. our own Indra asks, any plan to build Batlawa on Function X and deposit FX as collateral? Okay, so at this moment, we are still building the synthetic. So once we complete the synthetic and get more you know, TBL active on the Batlawa, we will consider to uh, look for another chain to, to, to offer this Batlawa as well. So Function X is one of the uh, chain that we're exploring. So once we also build Batlawa on Function X, we can accept FX as collateral as well. Oh, there's another question for, uh, for Bernard asking, I think Batlawa, when are you estimating, uh, at the estimated date for Batlawa's launch with, uh, with Margin, Margin X. X? So Margin X, once Margin X is live, basically we can uh, tap on it. And so we are also, we are at, a, at the moment still building, but once Margin X is able to accept our trades you know from uh, apis and trades from us we will be ready to do the testing yeah so um so basically like i said um we will have another round of beta testing uh on uh tentatively or uh, hoping we can you know uh open for the beta testing on end of june uh, or early of july um yeah hopefully you know we are really running and then uh, hustle everything but um like, I, like we say trading is it's not only about efficiencies but safety and security so this is not something um i i personally want to keep it uh more conservatively so yeah so I, we will really pushing our our, our mm. you know our head on it mm. And I so, think the last question that we have for Keith is what's the average TVL right now for Batlawa? What's the so, current TVL? Sure. Yeah. The current is about 10 million, but um, because we've just launched in January, so it's just a few months that we launched and uh, we have done one airdrop in Jan January, February, and we are, going, <laughs> we are going to do the second uh, airdrop soon once we have launched the synthetic so for example if you create a synthetic asset tesla position and you stick it in baklava space you can get the airdrop so that's what we intend to do so the okay there's a question would you be willing to create the app on fx wallet to make it easy for users some of us find it easier to stick through exchanges and wallets would be nice to participate margin DeFi through margin X DeFi. Okay, this one is it is it a question for margin X DeFi. Are you is risk truth? Are you talking about Baklava or the margin X DeFi staking? Because currently staking or oh, Baklava, okay. So staking for Baklava currently, because we are on AVEX chain, so the staking is on the website at the moment. For FX Wallet, okay, in future, if we move to the uh, FunctionX ecosystem, and we will see whether we can offer that functionality as well. Mm. Mm. But currently, we, we, we are not in the FunctionX. We are just making use 
uh, we are just trying to use the uh, MarginX liquidity. That means we are just put it. So there's two projects here. One is to work with MarginX. The other is to consider moving to uh, FunctionX. Yeah. So I think uh, Bernard's question uh, or comment is a really good one. And I think uh, to do a video or tutorial, yes. some kind of academy on how to use it, because these are, you know, I mean, I know that those people who are, uh, you know, in that, uh, you know, kind of geekdom world of synthetics, uh, you know, understand, but it, it, in order for it to be, I think, truly successful, uh, it's something that has to be accessible to kind of, as, as uh, Bernard calls it, sort of the common user. Um, yes. And I think at this point, we're still very much at the uh, kind of education uh, level where people have to be educated on, on how to use these. And again, I think the, the comment with regard to having, uh, you know, a, a, a DAP, uh, you know, that's able to, to do this simply is, is all about the same thing. In other words, uh, you know, to, to make it accessible to, to everyday people. Mm, got it. We definitely we will consider to, I mean, once we have the video, we have the synthetic asset portion out, we will definitely do a full video from uh, start to end, how to, uh, how to get your LP, how to put in as collateral and how to create a synthetic asset. Yes. Great. Mm. We look forward to it. Great. great. <laughs> We're also looking forward to work with uh, MarginX and the function X community community. Great. Yeah, I so mean, I think, oh yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um yeah. Um I mean that's that reminds us of like we should also you know make a tutorial video of margin X as well. <laughs> In indeed. Uh you know I mean I think uh again you know I think when you when you're in a, a smaller sort of sub community of people who share your passion and your interest uh, it, it's easy to forget that in order to really make this accessible and, and broad, there's got to be these kind of simple, you know, tutorials to explain the, the basics to people. Learn to earn. Okay. Learn and earn. <laughs> so we should right. offer some uh, Baba tokens for those who have completed the course. <laughs> yes. Right. People need to, uh, to be incentivized, uh, you know, for the... <laughs> Or treat us with the Balawa dessert. Yeah, that's also the, <laughs> that'll get me on board immediately. <laughs> okay, can we? Uh, should we move on to some more questions, Zach? Agreed, that uh, David. Okay, so there's uh, questions from the community, and of course, uh, French X Core uh, is always at the top. Uh, he. Uh, you know, really keeps us uh, on our toes. So, uh, so Zach, uh, do you want to respond to this question? Why did the MPXS XEM swap to purse? Why was that not considered as a as burned, especially since the tokenomics of purse and MPXS XEM are completely different? Sure. Um, I think I would like to let uh, invite Danny to take this question and um, David, as we try to separate uh, Function X and also uh, Pundi X, I think we, we, we co-mingle it every time uh, unconsciously and it's, it's just not, e uh, not easy for us to decouple. Um, and I think this question is really much more Pundi X related. So I, what, what about we take this in 
the Pundiax uh, report and we move on to the next one. Is that okay, David? That's fine, fine with me. I mean, that is, you know, e even internally, and we don't, you know, we certainly don't want to confuse the community, uh, but making these kinds of separations, I think, uh, uh, will help us, uh, you know, our various projects grow better. So totally agree. Mm. And what's the next question? I think the next question is also from the same person, French XCOR, Madam uh, MDM, MDM83. And the question is, it is widely accepted that Cosmos-based blockchain, such as FXCore, realizes a Cosmos snapshot and airdrop for Cosmos users. So which means that um, the question is, will we drop FX tokens for Cosmos user? And I think the short answer is no. So we have we don't have any plans to drop FX to Cosmos-based uh, blockchain. While we answer that as a no, if the community decides otherwise, which means that if the community wants to have, say, EGF fund or CSP funds to actually go to Cosmos-based blockchain, for us to drop it uh, to Cosmos-based blockchain instead of spending it elsewhere, we can always go for a governance proposal voting. Hence, I think the short answer from us, uh, David, is that uh, we are not considering that. But of course, the community can actually initiate that if they feel that is the right thing. And I think the reason why we are not considering is that we think that the funds can actually be spent elsewhere directly on our ecosystem, yeah. Right, right. And I think the, the next question, while different, uh, kind of uh, uh, relates to the same way in terms of, of, of how we uh, address these issues. And so the question was, is there an intention to coordinate a lowering of the gas fee by default at some point in time? So, you know, any validator can, can lower their gas fee. Uh, and, and certainly if, uh, you know, if public validators, uh, you know, choose to do that, the company validators would, would, would be supportive of that. The question then really comes in lowering those gas fees, then the profits generated uh, would also be reduced. So the profits for the validators would be reduced. So it's a, a a give and take, uh, you know, that's, that's always a, uh, an issue, but I think one can see uh, that the, uh, you know, validators growth, those validators who are lowering their gas fees or who are, uh, you know, only raising them and publicly being transparent ab about those fees and when they're intending to, uh, to raise them, that benefits them. Those validators, you know, start, start doing better. Um, and so it's a question of, you know, how they want to figure out how their, uh, how, how their profits go on these things. Uh, liquidity pools and stable coins. So, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about stable coins. Uh, and uh, I've noticed that even you, Zach, have been tweeting, uh, you know, asking for, uh, you know, proposed names for stable coins. So, uh, you know, is, 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 is that a hint? All right, so uh, the question is split into two parts. One is the liquidity pool, and the second one is actually stablecoin integration. And I think that fits 
nicely into the bigger picture of EVM launch, right? And when EVM launch, we will certainly need to provide liquidity pools on the FunctionX ecosystem, which means that a dApp that is catered for AMM or swap, which is our version of Uniswap, will be available. The good thing is that a developer has actually reached out to us to help us build the AMM. And of course, it will be very nice if a partner developer can actually build the AMM. And in fact, not just one AMM, but several AMM is usually needed. So take, for example, for Avalanche case, they have Trader Joe and also Pangolin and also the rest. Therefore, we want to work with someone to create the AMM DEX for the liquidity swap and also to provide liquidity pool on those AMM. So the, the, the answer is yes, a liquidity pool is definitely needed and likely the foundation will need to step in to beef up the liquidity itself. And David, as you rightly pointed out, a stable coin integration, it's, um, it's really uh, in the plans. And I think we have been discussing how to do stable for, uh, coin for quite a while and the community has given us a lot of feedback, whether to launch our own stable coin or actually import a existing stable coin such as uh, USDD or UST, USDC. And also if we were to do something ourselves, would it be an algorithmic base or would it be a collateral base? So there are a lot of questions to answer for stable Did you freeze just to me or are you frozen to everyone? I'm experiencing the same. Okay. Oh, I think it's the, it's the internet is, yeah, it's, he's a bit disconnected, I guess. Right, he keeps connected. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, but the, you know, the, the answer is we are, we are certainly getting, uh, you know, a lot of comment and uh, seeking comments from the community on, on stable coins and, uh, you know, kind of the, the we're discussing internally kind of the wisdom of, uh, you know, developing our own or importing an existing one. There's interesting discussions that are going on in the community at large as to whether, uh, you know, uh, stable coins that are attached to the US dollar, whether that is really the way to go. And so, you know, some people, you know, raise the suggestion of, uh, of pegging uh, stable coins to something other than the USD uh, and people, you know, in, in terms of, for example, the, the price of gold or, or other things. So it's an, I mean, it's an interesting topic and, uh, you know, we're certainly uh, discussing it a, a lot internally. One of the other questions that was posed beforehand is it, will, will it be possible to start a developer category on, uh, on Gipbook? to allow developers to start working more closely with the team on integrating features with FX Wallet, FX Core, PondyX Chain, and MarginX. And that really is a, a great idea. Uh, and uh, we are also discussing that with the team and uh, we've frequently updated our GitHub uh, account so that developers will be able to participate more easily. And do we have any other questions that are out there? So that's, you know, uh, JJ asked a really interesting question about, uh, you know, when EVM uh, is brought onto mainnet, is there a possibility 
of porting all dApps kind of all at once. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's an interesting question. I don't think it's possible, but, you know, it's something that, that can be that can be looked at. But I think that's something that generally comes on sort of one at a time. Yeah. Are there um, David, uh, yeah, David, on top of the JJ question. So, um, so uh, a bit technical issue. So basically all the EV, uh, interim or the EVMs are, you know, written in solidity. So, so uh, on function X, when we say we are EVM compatible, right? So we basically get another layer or a translation layer on top of Function X. So that means that um that app can actually fits into Function X network. So in theory, if um the I mean of course that that will have some you know some nitty gritty changes and some uh tech, minor technical integrations or the SDKs need to be cooperated um you know cooperated and with um function X level but um yeah most of um you know the the, the depths if if um the developer would like to you know port over as possible so yeah it just depends on um you know the you know whether the developers or you know all others uh you know technicians they want to do it or not right but so the the initiative for that has to come from the developer it doesn't right. come from the chain Right. So, so the, the idea of integrating sort of all existing uh, EVM compatible dApps at once isn't possible because there still has to be kind of developer initiative to make whatever tweaks are needed in order to, to, to work on a, another chain. Correct. So it's not automatically, you know, just happens. It's just that we need some integration changes, but um, the effort would be minor or minimum. So here's the question. Are there plans to introduce auto compounding for FX staking in the FX wallet? Currently, we're doing it manually. Good question. Um, very good question. Um, so right now, we all have to claim the reward and redelegate. Um, I also want a auto-delegated um, <laughs> feature. So... One way is for us to develop it, like at the foundation. Another way is actually for a third-party dApp to develop it. So, you know, give the opportunity for other developers to come in to contribute. Um, let's see how it plays out. And it's a feature that every one of us needs. Yeah. Great. Agreed. I think we're good, huh? I think so. Okay. Well, thanks everyone. Really appreciate uh, uh, you know everyone's participating, Zach and Danny and uh, Peko and Joao for participating in this, uh, as well as Keith from Baklava Space, and we'll be keeping uh, an eye on that development. Thank you very much, Keith, for for participating in in our all hands, yeah. uh, and thank everyone else uh, also. Uh, and I'd like to give out a special thanks because you know putting this together. I don't know if people really appreciate sort of all of the, the work that's done uh, in the background, but I'd like to give a, uh, a special and personal thank you uh, to both Andreas uh, and Judy, who are, uh, you know, who are, you know, part of my team uh, when it comes to FX. Uh, and they've been so very supportive of everything and helping us put together these all hands, uh, as well as our you know, web development and all of that. So thank you, uh, thank you, Andreas and Judy. And thank you all for coming.
and uh, and happy yes. Labor's Day and a Eid celebration for our Muslim friends. Right, exactly. Eid is coming. Okay. Good night, so, everybody. Or good. Have a good day. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all. Bye.